This is an All Ears English podcast episode 113. Use these four English phrases to participate and succeed. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, coming to you from Arizona and Boston, USA. In this episode, you get four immediately useful phrases that you can learn to make sure you participate in your next business meeting or discussion in English. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's up, Aubrey? How are you feeling today? Oh, I feel great. This has been a really nice day so far. What about you? Good. Yeah, it's a beautiful day here where I live. Bright, sunny skies. Feeling good. Feeling good. <laughs> I'm excited about this episode. We have been talking a lot lately about the need to participate and how to do that. Today, we're going to give you some specific vocabulary, some phrasal yeah. verbs, some phrases to that you can use to participate and feel successful. Yeah, exactly. So if you guys missed that episode, go back to yesterday's episode 112. And listen, because that's going to give you the theory behind it, the culture behind what we're talking about. But the bottom line is, if you're in an American company, American business culture or university culture, right? you're doing a PhD, a master's, you really do have to be verbal, you have to participate because a lot of your success depends on what you verbalize in our culture. Yes, exactly. And if you did miss that episode, it probably means that you're not following All Ears English. So wherever you find your podcast, make sure that you're subscribed. Yeah, hit subscribe, hit follow and join us guys. We teach English in a new way and a different way. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, let's jump into the phrases then. So what's the setup here? What are we doing? Mm -hmm. Did you even notice that you used the first one? You said, let's jump into the phrases. I didn't even notice. Guys, this is how you know that you're learning real English. (laughs) Exactly, right? We use them so natively. That's the first one is this phrasal verb to jump in. This means to quickly start talking about something or enter a conversation, quickly say something. There's not a long introduction. It's like, let's go. And you Mm -hmm. can also use this if you want to interrupt and say, could I jump in here? And then say, share what you have to say. This is so useful because often you do need to get in there. That's the other aspect. I'm just imagining a business, a corporation. You work for a corporation in the US and you are in that meeting room. Let's say there are 10 of you around one of those big round tables, right? I mean, things are going to go fast. So you need a way to jump in, like I said, again, to show that you're going to interrupt, you know, you're interrupting, but it's okay, because that's common. 
in the way yes. we communicate. Yeah. And if you don't use a phrase like this to signal that yeah. you're going to speak, it can be really awkward to just start talking <laughs> right away, especially <laughs> if someone else is talking because they might just keep talking and now we've created an awkward conversation. So these phrases are perfect to interrupt, signal that you have something to say. Do you ever run into someone once in a while who like you'll kind of jump in and they'll they'll keep talking but talk louder? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I know someone. I'm not going to name them just in case oh. they listen. Um, okay, it's my mother-in-law. She's adorable. Okay. But she really hates to be interrupted. And I'm terrible about interrupting people. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. just how I was raised. My family does it all the time. And mm -hmm. so if ever I would often, if I interrupt her to say something, uh -huh. she will sort of intentionally keep talking and talk even louder wow. to finish what she wanted to say. <laughs> and that's sort of her passive aggressive way of saying, don't interrupt me. But I do it less now that I realize, you know, this is a very much a, um, right, sort of how right. she was raised and okay. her sort of personal culture. Mm -hmm. So I always let her finish speaking now before I start saying yeah, anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. I mean, everyone has their own personal upbringing, totally. what they were taught. All of our parents are different in the way they would communicate. So we learned what they learned, right? Yes, or what they and I did. don't want to seem rude. You know, I don't want to yeah. seem rude that I'm interrupting. And, and often you, you feel like someone's finished or about to finish. Mm -hmm. And so you start, but then you realize they actually weren't done. So it was yes. accidental. And mm -hmm. this happens to everybody. <laughs> it happens to everyone. <laughs> but I mean, it comes down to business. You got to do it, guys. You just got to get in there. Okay. I like the next one. I like yes, the next one. Right. To chime in. So this is a very similar meaning, just that you're going to contribute something to a conversation spontaneously. But I feel like it's even more native to say, let me chime in here. And it comes yeah. from the chime is like the sound that a bell makes. So if you yeah. imagine ringing a bell, like attention, I have something to say. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It feels a little less intrusive. Yes. Um, and don't get confused between chip in and chime in. I actually remember, I don't know why I remember weird <laughs> things, funny. but my roommate in Boston made this mistake. She's a native speaker, but I remember we were all talking about going in together and buying a new couch or something. And she goes, oh, I can chime in. I'm like, what? Wait, chime in? <laughs> so she used it wrong. And I just remember that. <laughs> that is funny because they are pretty similar, especially how they're yeah. written. But yeah, yeah. Ch so chip in means you're going to put money towards yes. something like exactly. let's all chip in and buy this couch together. Exactly. And chime in only is very specific to I'm going to say something. So you she's like, it. I can chime in here. Everyone look at, would look at her like, yes, <laughs> what do you have to say? Right. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully you guys will remember that example. Now just think of the couch. Think of the couch. Nice. All right. <laughs> The next one is jot down. So, all right. So how would we use this? This is talking about something you might do while you're hearing other people speak. Yeah, if you're going to write something down. So this will happen often if you don't have someone specific who's supposed to take notes during a meeting. Mm -hmm. You could say, I'll jot down notes for our group. And yeah. then you, everyone knows you're sort of taking notes, you're keeping track of what's said, and you'd send that out later. Yeah. And I would just put a warning here. Um, don't Try not to get stuck every time as the note taker or as the person that sends out the agenda at the beginning mm -hmm. of the meeting, because that could mean that you think that's your new job and you don't want to think that that replaces the responsibility that you have to participate. Okay, so don't distract yeah. yourself with that. That's a good point, right? This yeah. is not making you a secretary. You still exactly. will need to participate and share your ideas. So you don't yeah. want to be doing that every time. Right. Because that's not, not just because you say I'll jot down notes. That's helpful, but that's not going to get you the same respect in the eye of your manager, or your boss as someone who's sharing those ideas. Would you agree with that, Aubrey? Yeah, I mean, it's good, I agree. It's good, but it's an added bonus. It's not enough. 
Yep, exactly. This is, you might hear someone who's leading uh, a meeting say, uh, they might ask someone specific or they might just say, hey, can somebody jot that down if something important is said? But I love that note that, you know, it doesn't always have to be you if you find yourself sort of getting stuck in that rut. Mm -hmm. You know, let that's, if there's not someone specific assigned to that, that's definitely a, a task that should be shared. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, because I think that could be tempting for our listeners, right? If you guys are feeling insecure about your English in that meeting, you're nervous to talk, you would think, oh, I could just jot this down and I can add my value this way. No, that's not the way to do it. Okay, you have to be verbal. So yeah. And I think these two last ones, um, there's something interesting about phrasal verbs. You guys probably know this, that often you can move the object around, but sometimes Mm. you can't. Mm. So for jot down, you can say like, I'm going to jot that down. Will somebody jot this down? Mm -hmm. You know, jot these notes down. You can put the object between the verb and the preposition here, Mm -hmm. but chime in, you can't, right? You couldn't say, um, I'll ch- chime this in here. I'll chime that in. It's sort of idiomatic where you have to say it that way. Specifically, yes. chime in are like glued together. And yeah. you'll just say, let me chime in. Yeah, that's a really good grammar point, right? We have separable and inseparable phrasal verbs. So you guys need to know the differences. And that's why we learn this in context. Hopefully, you guys are going to remember that couch story, right? You're going to remember it. And you're going to remember how it was shared. You're going to share your own story. And you're going to know that that is not separable. Okay, I love that. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Always learn them in context. Pay attention to the examples we share and then just recognize that we can't be as flexible sometimes with Mm -hmm. these. We have to learn them in context and then use them that way. Yeah, I love it. Okay. And the last one, this is good. I like these because... This one, well, this one acknowledges the history of things that have been said before or done before, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it goes back to, so you use this to connect ideas. You yep. can link what you're talking about right now. So for example, you could say today's episode goes back to the episode from yesterday where we yes. talked about why we have to participate, right? You're mm-hmm. sort of calling back something that everyone else is aware of. Yeah. Or you can use this to call out someone. And I I like calling out people, like acknowledging them for what they've said and shared before, the value they've already added. I find that to be a really good way to introduce my own idea. So you could say, it goes back to what Aubrey said about inseparable and separable phrasal verbs, right? Yes. And you guys have probably heard us do this without even noticing mm-hmm. when we're sharing something and and saying, well, it goes back to what Lindsay said earlier mm-hmm. or last mm-hmm. week, yeah. right? We'll do this a lot to, to sort of make us realize how things are connected and linked and come connected. full circle. Yeah. It also gives you a little boost of confidence before you say it because yeah. you know you're not saying something that's out of left field. That's a bonus phrase for our listeners, Aubrey. What does that mean? Out yes, of left right, field. out of out of nowhere. It probably <laughs> comes from baseball, baseball, right? Where there's a left field. <laughs> no but doubt. yeah, to say something is out of left field means it was unexpected. It sort of came out of nowhere. Doesn't make sense. It's not connected. Oh yeah, we use this all the time, and it gives us the confidence to say something because it's kind of weird if you just say something and it's not connected to something. You have to connect the dots for people. 
Exactly right. You can create an awkward conversation if ever you say something out of left field, right? You want to <laughs> you want to connect those dots, like you said. You want to make sure that all ideas are connected. And with these others, you don't want to, you know, start saying something right away, sharing an idea without one of these great phrases. So start with, mm-hmm. "Could I jump in here?" or "Let mm-hmm. me chime in here," and yep. then you're you're dissolving this potentially awkward situation and yep. sharing your ideas in a very native way. Yeah, this is fantastic. Guys, on this show, we do talk a lot about career English, right? Modern, global business English. We know you guys are in, we are citizens of the world. You guys are doing business across cultures, countries, and we're going to help you do that in a good way that, that fosters connection. Right, Aubrey? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. We really believe here that it's all about connection, yeah. not perfection. So don't mm-hmm. worry so much that everything you say is absolutely perfect grammatically. It's fine if you make a mistake here and there with phrasal verbs. What's most important is that you're connecting with people, learning English, and then using it. Yes, I love it. All right. Let's end on that one, Aubrey. I'll see you very soon in the next episode. Yes. All right. See ya. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.